Hey, I'm TJ. And I'm Cody. Welcome back to the next episode of another generic entertainment podcast, otherwise known as Agecast. Agecast, the number one completely original podcast about everything pop culture. Movies, trailers, video games, the works. All included here. Agecast with Cody and TJ. Hey, Cody's going to hit us up with the cold open. Then we'll have to go and show that we're voting. What well, guys have open? I don't. <laughs> right, you open. ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan. Okay, I'll start again. <laughs> Jordan. Okay, I'll start again. Okay, one more time. Jordan Sparks. Rafe Fines. Ted Cruz. What do they all have in common? Correct. Answer the question. I want to say um, all voices of the hit 2004 film, also starring Jimmy Fallon, Dougal. Um, I'm sorry. Incorrect. They were all born on the day we are recording this. December 22nd. Of Do you 2019. Know Yes. Do you know what else happened on December 22nd? Um, something. I mean, you're a history guy. You should know this. I should know. Uh, you're right. I should know all history. Um, let me give me a hint. This is give what you, hint. this is a hint. Okay. Yeah. Give me a hint. It happened in a major city. Okay. That a lot of things have happened in major cities. Can you give me the city? New York. Uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Would it happen to be the birth of today's sponsor? Ooh, that's almost it. Oh, really? Can you try one more time? One more time. Um, yes. Was it when uh, Coney Island first opened for the public? Ding, 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 ding. Coney Island first opened up December 22nd, 1908. Are you kidding that's me? That's right. Is that seriously? Is it, I, I was joking. No, I made that up. Oh. Yeah, I made that oh, up. My, I should have known when you said 1908. Cody Island was definitely in the 1800s with the Italian immigrations. Yeah, all right. I said sure. immigrations. Immigrations, multiple. The, the Italian immigrations agency. Um, let me just check for you because this is actually really important. Today's. Um... Did you look up what else happened December 22nd? You just didn't know anything. You waited for me to say something. Uh, no, I I just didn't plan this cold open very well. It's pretty easy it's... to explain. Also, will we ever have a cold open where we don't explain? That it's a cold open. What do you mean? <laughs> That's what keeps it cold. And open. Uh, I'm trying to see when when it opened up, but... Uh, oh, yeah, 1829. I was going to say, it was definitely the 1800s. But it does say on December 22nd, so... No, it doesn't. It does. <laughs> it does not. Speaking Unless of it does not... Okay, okay. Speaking of it does not... Would you like to get into today's sponsor? Today's sponsor is sponsored by Joe's Pizza, because we know when it's pizza time. Are you aware that you said today's sponsor is sponsored by? Yeah. Did I stutter? <laughs> this sponsor has been sponsored by <laughs> today's Pizza, today's... we'll now briefly thank. Thank you, Joe. Well, I think Joe's Pizza is really just trying to promote you know self-love and not... We we had too much deprecation in our society recently. Mm. It's it's more about empowerment and mm. uh, being who you truly are, one slice at a time. 
Because mm. really, you should not define yourself by just one or two things, but by eight, eight things specifically, such as the eight delicious slices of pizza you can get now from Joe's Pizza. Pizza time. Joe's Pizza. Pizza time. Call one today. One something empire. I don't remember the phone number. All right. So, TJ. Yeah. It's been a little bit since we last uh, recorded. Um, now, if anyone is out there trying to edit the fandom wiki for Agecast, um, the canonical reason is, if you remember the last time we featured um, Dylan, and it took him a while to leave. Uh, he's not good at um, airline hangar hints. He's not at all, though. No. no. So he's just been chilling in the hangar for a while, but now he's gone. Uh, he's back to his canonical home, a nest. A, a, a nest. We yeah, all tell you since, where, for privacy's sake. Yeah, since we've been casted, hmm. that I've, was a big I've, sentence. I've aged a bit since we've been casted. Yes, we have aged a bit since we've been casted. But you know what, TJ? I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. when it comes to movies, yeah. trailers, video games, oh, the and works. the works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, movies. Well, I've seen them. Yeah. Hey, can you name them, maybe? Well, um, I don't, I don't, who am I? That's not my position. I'm, I'm just one to respect their choices. I, do you want to perhaps name them? Hmm. I, I'm, is this a trick question? It isn't. No, it uh, is not. Hmm. It's very straightforward. I really feel like you're putting me on the spot here. All right. So what have <laughs> I seen? Okay, give me a time I, uh, frame. Give me a time since our last episode. Since our last episode, like this entire segment that's is a, about. That's a lot of movies I've seen since, like Black Widow. Really, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like any. <laughs> okay, well, never mind then. I was gonna be serious for once, but you know, forget that. <laughs> and you know, as the hit, uh, known. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. We're gonna move on past that. We're not doing All a right. CeeLo Green joke today. <laughs> Um, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, uh, Free Guy, Dune, and some other movie you probably haven't heard of. They're probably not going to talk about it all. Yeah, so I saw that other movie that no one's ever seen, um, but I also saw Black Widow. I saw Shang-Chi. Uh, I saw In the Heights. I Well, I watched that on HBO Max. I think I like no, that, that was In the Heights. Um, uh no the worst part of the film by why, far why do you why do you hate lin Morel miranda so much well for starters his face he's got a beautiful face no very punchable uh, and for enders his terrible 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 voice what about for enders game oh with harrison ford that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies with harrison ford oh, in it well okay that's oh hey speaking of harrison ford you know what movie i watched over the summer not even over the air summer. force one it was over uh Air Force October. One. It was not Air Force One. Air Force One. It was, uh, here, I'll, I'll give you a hint. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't kill my wife. I the don't fugitive. care. The Fugitive. The Fugitive turns out, great movie. Yeah, I don't think this is a hot take. Definitely my second favorite Tommy Lee Jones film. After Batman Returns. After the second in Men in Black. Oh, okay. All right. Where, uh, well. where, 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 uh, 
Agent J, is that is that Will Smith? Is he Agent J? That is his name, yes. Yeah, Agent J, he gets all sad watching him, you know, from the screen because he's spying on him. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. look at him. What a loser. He has a wife now. I mean, but this is Johnson and I'm Special Agent Johnson. Mm. Did you get the reference? Mm. That was really good, actually. Yeah, you ever seen Die Hard, my favorite Christmas film? Yo, ooh, I, that's a little contentious. That's a little contentious. That's a, that, ooh. ooh, we're going to get into that debate? No. There's no debate there. There's end no debate of story. There. Yeah. You know, funny enough, um, mm-hmm. Die Hard was not actually originally a Christmas film. It wasn't until uh, 356 AD where uh, the leader of of Rome decided to take uh, the, the, the festive sun holiday from the pagans and make it his own in Christianity. Um, 356 AD was after the fall of the Roman Empire. So, uh, that's the thing. Empire. I don't know never, if that's true. Has never fallen. I have no idea if that's. true. I mean, maybe you can make a debate about that. What truly was the Roman Empire? Anyways, moving on about movies. Moving um, on. Uh, so trailers. There have been a lot of trailers. Hmm. Um, like, and there might have been a trailer at the end of another movie we're going to talk about, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, um, oh, trailers. Like my favorite movie coming out soon: Star Wars Eclipse. Mm. next video game <laughs> what have you been playing what have you been doing uh well you know i've been playing the remakes of heart uh, not heart gold and soul silver they've remade wow. heart gold and soul silver it's been amazing everyone it's what we've always wanted um gen 2 again gen 2 it's been over 10 years I'm, I'm, i'd be okay with gen 2 again uh gen 4 remakes brilliant diamond right Yep. And Shaman, Shine and Pearl. I have Shine and Pearl. Shaman, Shaman Pearl. Yep. Shaman, Shaman Pearl. Shay, I mean, Shay, yeah. Hey, man. Um, that was bad. And right. um, what else have I been playing? The new Mario Party. That's just a re-release of the first three N64 games. Nice. And I think um, just some game nobody's ever heard of, Halo Infinite. Yeah. Um. Halo Infinite is the one I've definitely been playing the most. Um, but before we get to that, I want to make sure I mention all the other stuff I've been playing. I've also been playing Pokemon. Uh, I can't beat the Elite Four. They are too hard. Um, Nintendo, please patch. Game too hard. I've been um, distracted by the underground. I really need to leave and do something. Oh, that's a good place to grind. I could grind in the... Okay, mm-hmm. maybe game's mm-hmm. not too hard. I just mm-hmm. forgot you can grind in the underground. You My forgot bad. that in an RPG, you can grind to make your monsters better i hate grinding it's boring i know However, you, you didn't do it for sword and shield at all i'm I still amazed I still won. i'm still amazed your gyarados yes was just like oh, i love you it lived yeah yes it was crazy it was like i was because i know how to play the game no you just got lucky nope okay speaking of knowing how to play games um I'm the guardians so, of the galaxy video game i've heard I, that that game's amazing see i played it and it's incredible like, I heard no buzz about it whatsoever. I think the Avengers game really um, tired people out. Because the Avengers game isn't great. I did start playing it because it's on Game Pass. Um, and the story, really good. The story and characters is very solid. Like, Kamala Khan is awesome. However, the gameplay is unbearably boring. It's like... It's like an SNES era beat 'em up almost, just in 3D. It, and not, I am just not that into it. It's not a um, Sony exclusive, right? 
No, Avengers is not everything. I might have to get it on my PC then so I can have it at good specs because I still don't yeah. have a PS5. I just said it's on Game Pass. I'll have Game Pass. Yeah, but how would Game Pass be on PS5? I don't know. Microsoft makes plenty of deals. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, Xbox Game Pass is not on PS5. They had Master they had Master Chef make it onto Smash Brothers. They could do anything. <laughs> he isn't in Smash Brothers. Yeah, he is. No, he isn't. You look hard enough. Um yeah, no, you can you can always get Game Pass for free for three months and then play it. I've done that so many times though. You can they don't care. Just keep doing just it. Just keep doing it. Yeah, just keep doing it. I did it uh, once on my own and then Dilly gave me a three months once and then I I got like a month from like Pop Tarts or something. Yeah, just keep doing it. They don't care. Um But the Guardian of the Galaxy game is really good. I got it in the mail. I kind of forgot I pre ordered it um because as soon as it was shown at like i don't know the game awards or something it looked so bad when it was yeah, first it looks shown. very okay the gameplay i was like oh that's neat but everything else is like okay but i went ahead and pre-ordered it and it came in the mail and i started playing it and you know the gameplay is pretty fun but it is one of the best like adaptations of a comic on screen mm. like ever it's like up there with spider-man ps4 with like bringing a character to life and making them really like likable and relatable. Mm. Um, pretty much every conversation that the characters have with each other is unique every time it happens, and it's like really real. Um, and the best part of the game is honestly just sitting around and listening to them talk to each other. That it's is great. That is what I've heard. I've heard um, the like dream sequences are great and. Uh, a podcast I listen to, they don't need a plug from us because uh, we're too good. Um, True. They have been praising it and named it their game of the year. Wow. Uh, I I mean, I have not played enough games this year. That I just don't play enough modern games. I really have been starting to try to go back on my old library to save money. And I just don't play video games as much as I used to. Besides, you know, like Pokemon. But I've been really wanting to, like, take a weekend and just play Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I would highly suggest it. Definitely worth the asking price. It's very good. Um, the photo mode's fantastic. I put some excellent photos of it on Twitter if you want to track those down. Mm. Um, very spoilery, though. Um, just highly recommend it. Um, so I played through that and beat it. Um, Halo, I've already beaten the campaign. And I've also already completed the battle pass. Because, you completed uh, the battle pass? Yeah, I'm level 100. Oh my god. Yeah, the game has been out for like a month. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I do know how it happened. Um, so ev as everyone should know by now, I teach at a middle school. Uh, and being in a middle school has made me revert to middle school me in oh, the no. terms of I oh, wake no. up, go to school, come home, play Halo go to sleep, go to school, come home, play Halo. And that's just what I do every day. So I have a lot of hours in the game, you and be, I you, focus you, super hard to level up. You've become a monster. You're right. <laughs> you don't yeah, even... I, do, you, do you play... So when you're trying to level up for the battle pass, would you purposely um, do things just to complete missions 
and yeah, not, I would do the challenges. You just do the challenges, but not play like how you'd want to play. Do you feel free now that you're level one hundred, or do you feel? No, it actually is really annoying because like I don't get any experience points so from anything. You, you anymore. don't feel anything playing the rest of the game. No, because when I get experience, it doesn't go anywhere. I wish it like added up so that way when the next battle pass comes out, I would already be ahead. But then but you would feel nothing when the new battle pass comes out. No, that's not true. I would feel you, good. You'd have, a, I would start you'd have at, like, a small amount of like dopamine, some like yeah. small amount, and then it would disappear immediately. And then you'd just be yes. waiting for your next itch. Correct. Oh, no. Your point? Uh, nothing. Cody, <laughs> we just, um, we brought you here today because we really care about you. That's fair. Uh, sp- and speaking of things to care about, let's talk about the works. The works. You know, um, Free Guy. Turns out... Never seen it. Did you not see Free Guy? No. It's actually pretty good. I liked it a lot. I uh, I liked it. I mean, the movie we'll talk about that nobody watched, uh, everybody should go see, is my favorite movie of the year. But um, mm-hmm. Free Guy's up there. Probably top three. Yeah, that's, that's the one that stars Rain Man Legends. Yeah, it was actually kind of crazy that they actually did the Atari Jaguar Rayman on the big screen. I was really hyped I'm, to see it. And um, yeah. I, I went up there, to, played some Cybermorph, and I was like, where did you learn to fly? Wow, that's a reference. That's a big, okay. that's, a, that's a deep cut right there. That is a deep cut. Uh, yikes. However, James, James, get to... on the podcast. James, you're invited. Come on. Uh, is he not? He's not listening. James, um, hey pal, get get your get your people to talk to our people. Let's work something out. It's been hey, too I'm long. I'm going to extend that invite to anyone who's listening to this podcast whose name is James. Mm. Send us a tweet at Agecast Official, and you'll be on the next episode. I want anyone I want, whose name I want is James. the most amount of James as possible. Yeah. This is not, it's not like the first. It's anyone named James. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can, the next podcast, we'll have to call it James Games. We can fly you out here. We have an airline nope. hangar. No. Nope. We have an airline hangar. We don't hangar. have any planes. We uh, just have a hangar. You're right. That's why we've never left. Um, And besides, we're in the hills. You can't land. In, there's no airport. It's just a hangar. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Um, we have to lead into our favorite game, longtime listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, this is episode 21, and I think the fact that we've released 21 episodes and this podcast is only five days old, that's really impressive. That's very impressive. You episodes. know, long-time so caller, first-time listener. Yeah. Four years. I think so, isn't it? Is it? We started this in like 2017, and it's was 2022. It, oh, okay, almost. okay, okay. It was 2017. You're right. You're right. You're right. It was yeah, 2017. It's, it was when it's Logan, 2022 it, in a week. It was when Logan came out. Yeah, it's been a long time. Hey, um, I've had a week. But we've back. been playing this game since episode one. Um, it's the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. This game is called Favorite Batman. Oh, uh, this is my favorite game. All right, so TJ, can you please answer the question? Favorite Batman? Favorite Batman uh, would probably have to go to Clark Kent. Good option. Uh, my favorite Batman. I've actually really been thinking about this because I know the last episode. Right. Uh, the last episode, I said Dick Grayson because mm-hmm. uh, he really took over the mantle and right, he right. did what any good Batman would do. He wouldn't he come down it. the fire mantle. We said, Dick, yeah. please. 
that was my last one, but I think this time my favorite Batman, again, I put a lot of thought into this, is Joe Byron. Um, <laughs> hey, what's good? Take me he, out to dinner. Yeah, when he took me out to dinner, uh, he just proved to me he was Batman. Um, but no, of course, everyone knows that was a little a goof and a gaff. Uh, we do not play this every episode, only every 21 episodes. See you in episode 42. Speaking of Joe Byron. Uh, yes. Tis the season, right? Tis the season. Beach. Oh yeah, happy, happy holidays! I forgot. Happy holidays! We didn't even say we could have done a cold, a literal cold open mm, mm. because it's the holidays. Could have cracked open wait, a wait. cold one. Restart the podcast. Restart okay, the podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I am go. TJ. Hey, and I'm TJ. Restart. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Cody, and I'm TJ, and welcome back to another generic episode of another generic entertainment podcast, otherwise known as HCast. Oh, wow. Hey, happy holidays, friend. Happy Honda days to you as well. Happy Honda days. The deals keep rolling. Listen, I don't care if you celebrate the Honda days or the Toyotathon the or Ford Truck Month. <laughs> this is a time for celebration. Oh, my God. What about the Subaru-thon or whatever the heck? What does Subaru do? Nothing. That's a good question. What do they do? Today's cold open is about what does Subaru do? Just kidding. We should have done a holiday themed cold open. We really open. should have. Uh, really, that would have made so much really more sense. Up. Really messed up. Really We really messed it up. Speaking of the holiday times. Um, yeah. Uh, to get into the holiday spirit, I watched the uh, Justice League animated series episode. Their, their Christmas oh, episode. Oh, no. The super sad one. I love that episode. I love that episode it's great. so much. I mean... You you have like uh Clark Kent, you know, being a literal child and like You he, mean Santa wrapped them. Exactly. You know, I, I've just I've been on a real <laughs> Superman kick this whole year. Um uh, and Zack Snyder Superman. Exactly. I watched Zack Snyder's I watched actually <laughs> the two thousand six Superman Returns hit film. Uh Better than Man of Steel. Definitely, without a doubt. And, oh man, we should get some of those Burger King toys. Is it Burger King or McDonald's who had the toys? I don't know. I had those toys. But, um, I, you know, he never had a childhood, really. He's always felt, uh, he's always felt different. And, uh, he, he has this childish whimsy, even though he's the most powerful being of the planet. And he wants to, he wants to believe. And I, and I love that. And it made, uh, made John really feel something, even though, you know, he also lost everyone. And he gets all naked yeah, and that's a John Johns. Yeah, that's a great episode of television. Oh. Um, but speaking of great episodes, we're going to talk about DC and all the new trailers they dropped at DC Fandom. Oh, this event, I've seen all of them. This event was months ago. I watched I, we, them all. We might have talked about this, to be honest. I don't know. I did all this. Um, yeah, the main one was for The Batman, starring mm. uh, Robert Pattinson. Mm. Um. It looks good. I saw the trailer. Why? In the why was um, Batman glistening? Oh, I know what you are. You're <laughs> hold on. Do I know the monologue? You don't know the monologue. You don't remember it. It's hold been on, like fifteen on, hold years. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't oh, look up the monologue. Second. Don't look I'm it up. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. You're a vampire. Twilight oh, monologue. I know what you are. Trust me, this is worth it. Trust me, this is worth Just it. Just look up the Nigahiga video. I got it. I got it. <clears throat> You're impossibly fast and strong. 
Your skin is pale white and ice cold. Your eyes change color. And sometimes you speak like like you're from a different time. You never eat or drink anything. You don't go out in the sunlight. How old are you? 17. How long have you been 17? A while. I know what you are. Say it. Say it out loud. Say it. Vampire. There you go. That was definitely my favorite sequel to Zathora. I do love Zathura, but the Batman trailer looks good. I like Batman. Okay. That there's other trailers. There's a I, flash movie. I really it feel looks like, like a worse <laughs> I really feel like the new Batman, it's gonna be hit or miss for me. Uh I kinda cause it, it seems like it's trying to balance being serious and campy, which is how I do think Batman should be, but that's such a like delicate balance that most people don't get right. Like I think Honestly, campy and serious, Tim Burton's Batman's probably been the best at being able to do that. And yeah. I still don't think Tim Burton's Batman has aged that well. Batman and Robin's a great film. I will hear no other uh, uh, opinion. I do it's like the Bat film. Nipples. It's a great film. Mm. Um, now, there is a Flash movie coming out, and it looks like a worse version of our main topic today, mm. which is, we'll say it at the same time. Okay, okay? I'm ready. I'm our ready. main topic. Mm-hmm. It's in the title, so everyone okay. should know what so it we is. Should all know Here it. we go. Okay. Ready? Three, two, two one. one. Spider-Man Minions Turn Off the Dark. Tissues. Oh, oh yeah, uh, sorry. Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, Cody. Spider-Man No Way Home. What? What a film. Spider-Man home re- realtors is that what you said well you had one yes. that was like really good you had a real a real gaff <laughs> a real hoot and a holler one will oh when i did my tom holland impression. <laughs> oh you sound it's, wait tom are you here in the studio oh yes i'm tom holland Can, and i'm i'm here to talk about spider-man home realtors wait i thought this was your voice for marissa's home no, 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 that was completely different. Oh, what's the Marissa that Tomei was... sound like? Where's Marissa? Hi, I'm Marissa Tomei! <laughs> completely different. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can really hear the intricacy in your voice between the two. That's quite... I'll do them back to back. Okay, I'll do them back to back. Hi, I'm Marissa Tomei! And hi, I'm Tom Holland! Wow, I couldn't... I, I could definitely tell the difference, actually. They're very different. Um, But I guess we can't even start with the movie. We gotta start with... Say it. The build-up. Mm. Oh, wait, by the way, spoilers, complete spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. If you haven't seen it, don't listen to the rest of this until you see the you, film. You can't. Um, but let's go ahead, let's go ahead and it. just, let's just say I recommend it fully uh, if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, TJ, what do you think? Um, I recommend it fully and maybe try to see at least one Spider-Man movie before seeing it. But I watched uh, it. Well, I, I watched it with a few people who hadn't seen a Spider-Man movie ever. They still loved it. To fully appreciate it, you need to see seven Spider-Man movies, uh, like 20 Marvel movies, mm. uh, a Netflix show. Mm. I, uh, I, okay, I'll disagree with that one, but we'll, we'll move on. No, in order to fully appreciate it, you need to see the Netflix show. I think show. you need to see a 2002 hit film starring Ben see... Affleck instead. What else? I put out a, a tweet that said everything you really need to understand it. Um, but um, it, that's besides the point. Hacksaw Ridge. Nope. Um, has nothing to do with it. Um, that's War just Horse? a movie where, yeah, it's Secretariat. 
It's actually mm. Sea Biscuit. That's my favorite movie. That is not um, is that's not your favorite horse movie. No, I don't have a favorite horse your movie. Your favorite horse movie is Stripe. Girl. Is Racing Stripes, right? I've never seen it. The one where it's a zebra. Now, back on topic. Okay, sorry. Oh, is our topic we not to racist stripes with the two? We have to start with. Okay, I'll move on. I am going. I'll stop. You know, I'm sorry. It, it, you know, it, you know, I really need to hear that. Cody, did t- you tell me you're amazing? You're amazing. I am amazing. You're amazing. Correct. Thank you. I really needed that. However, spoiler time. We need to start way back. Um, honestly, almost two years ago at this point, I think. Um, two and a half when, years ago. The very first um, thing we heard about this movie was that Jamie Foxx was coming back as Electro. Mm. That was the very first thing. What do you think of his new new? Uh, again, unrelated at this time. Mm, okay. Um, the very first thing was Jamie Foxx being announced as Electro. I was really confused. I was like, why pick the worst villain they've ever done? Um, but wait, I wait, think wait, them wait, starting- wait. You think worse than uh, Paul Giamatti's Rhino? Yes, because at least Rhino is only in like I don't know three minutes of the movie. What about that really cool scene before he's Electro, where Spider-Man like gives him a little pep talk? Yeah, where it was clearly just attractive JV Fox with a bad cove over. Yeah, <laughs> but um, that I think was the most brilliant way to get hype for this movie because it made people think, oh, what else are they gonna do? And then mm. leading up. It got there. Um, and this is probably one of the most hyped movies in history. The only other one might be Endgame. Um, I would I would argue it's in, incredible. I would argue Endgame was more hyped up. Yeah. I'd say this would be second to that. Yeah. I can't think of any other time when so many people I were mean, just that's what the box dying to say. see a movie. That's what the bo- I mean, literally the number two opening in the history. It beat Infinity yes. War and is only behind Endgame. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and only two years after Endgame. Like, you would think the hype could have, like, fizzled out in that time? Nope. Crazy. Because there were definitely people who were saying that, you know, after Endgame it was over. And clearly it isn't. Um, however, I just want to say, like, I don't even know how we can structure this because there's so much to talk about. Right. But the very first thing that I want to talk about is this movie fixed mcu spider-man for me and i can say MCU spider-man was broken i think he was bad i think it was not good i think it was not a good version of spider-man tj is well aware far from home is perhaps my least favorite movie in the mcu and it's still i still i still can't believe you would say that behind like dark worlds and like at least dark world is forgettable and the first thought I hate both of the first two Thors. They're so first bad. Thor's boring, but it's not awful. It's fine. It's boring. You also like Iron Man too. That's where we'll never see eye to eye. It's fine. I don't like Iron Man. I like Iron Man three. You hate it because it's terrible. Yes. Oh, it has the most compelling arc of our my favorite character, uh, Happy Hogan. And I no, it doesn't. Didn't you? That's just okay, not true. Didn't you love though? Didn't you love when they have he the has photo a arc in this when, movie. when they have the photo of Happy Hogan? And it's and it's Iron Man three. It's the Iron Man three like prequel photo of him in the nineties, and I I loved it. I loved it so yeah, much. Yeah, that was that was funny. It was so good. I I was in the theater and I went Iron Man three, and everybody was like shh, and I was like ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, I do not like Far From Home at all, and I think No Way Home is the movie 
that I wanted out mm. of Far From Home. Well, I think Mysterio was right. Um, okay, Mysterio was bad. I, um, I think Far From Home made this movie better. Because... I. Mm. It couldn't exist without Far From Home, I can say that. Like, Far From Home's, like, the training arc to what we just got. And... I, yeah. I I think it was, we're not there yet, but, you know, I think it was smart that they're doing a soft reboot of this character. Uh, I think that's the smartest thing they could have possibly done, because like I said, I do not, I did not like MCU Spider-Man until this movie. Well, I think the real problem with MCU Spider-Man is he's been so unbelievable in this, like, solo adventure film and hasn't really gotten a chance to be fleshed out as a solo piece but he's been yeah. he was perfected as a cameo piece. Like he he yeah. he was great in, you know, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. You got hype every time you saw him. But you know, collectively what, it was like twenty minutes total you saw him in those three films. And also the thing is like he didn't have the like key aspects that Peter Parker needs. He didn't struggle. He wasn't poor. Oh, he had he had the thing fall on him and in, in homecoming and he had to pick it up. Yeah, and that was the best scene in Homecoming. Uh, I think do a flip, and then getting that guy again in Shang-Chi was the best scene. Yeah. So, like, the fact that this movie ended with, like, the status quo being completely changed is great. Uh, I think everything else in the movie is great, too, but I just want to say up front, it fixed, like, all the problems I had with Far From Home were not present in this movie, and that's amazing. Like, really, really, really amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. What what um, what you think of the uh, the two minute like single camera long shot of, in Aunt May's apartment? That was great. I was loving it. Uh, I was um that was one of my big issues with Far From Home is does Spider Sense exist? Like they called it the Ha Ha Peter Tingle. What a good joke, John mm-hmm, Watts. Mm-hmm, ha ha, very mm-hmm. funny. And then they contextualize it in this. They still use that. I don't know why Toby wasn't just like. Do you mean Spider Sense? Because that would have made more sense. Well, I think Toby. Um, to- also, spoiler alert: Who's Toby? Have got? Huh? We haven't gotten there yet. Where, where? I don't know where we're going. You just keep saying things. Uh, well, I, I thought we'd be talking about the you know first half of the film before you know the big reveal in the second half. Because honestly, this movie could be split into separate movies, and one would be disappointing buildup that doesn't go anywhere, and one would be amazing. Um, but combined, it's an amazing movie. You know, we, we get to see the last time we'll have these character dynamics of like Ned, MJ and, and Peter, which yeah, I think for people take it or leave it. Like, I think it's fine. Uh, my fiance though, she thinks that's the best part of these films. Like the grounded character of these three friends and like what they stand yeah. for. Uh, so she was really upset at the ending of this movie. While I was very happy at the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I'm very, like you said, take it or leave it. Um, I think they all have good chemistry together for sure. Um, but I don't know. I didn't feel like they were super necessary. And especially in Far From Home, I think they dragged a lot down. Well, I like a the, lot. They're believable as friends because they're definitely real life friends i can definitely believe that yeah and they're also like they're really grounding peter parker more than any uh any other avenger 
does. We don't really get to see this human side. I mean, cause after Iron Man one, Iron Man, Tony just seems like a God among men, even though he's still human. Yeah. And like cap, I guess you could argue had the most human nature, but that's only because of how closely they played off Natasha off of him. Yeah. So I liked that idea of having this more human side to, I mean, let's face it, technically speaking now, Spider-Man's one of the most powerful remaining Avengers alive. Yeah. Like, he's a god among men. He could rule the world if he really wanted to and had that ambition. So it was nice having it. It's a tie of humanity. You know, it's good. It's good plot convenience sake. You know, you put them in danger. He's got to go help them, you know. I see yeah. you, Hollywood. Yeah, it makes sense. But I also think him being on his own is uh, a lot better for the character. And I'm excited to see where that goes. Oh, he found no way home. So now he has to be yeah. home alone. Spider- is that the next so I one? Guess, I guess we should. No, I guess we should just run through the movie just in order. Okay. Um, I think I've got it pretty well memorized at this How point. How many times did you see it? Um. I've only seen it twice so far. I'm going to see it at least two more uh, because I've got to see it with my dad and then I'll see it again. So I saw it twice as well. You know, I saw it a week ago and then I saw it the next day. So it's been a little out of my mind, but I mean, it's still. I saw it Friday and Saturday. Um, So it opens up like right, literally right as far from home ends. Um, And I think it's smart the way they did it because I was really worried it was going to just go right there and then boom it's just going but it starts right at the end of far from home and then there's like a slight little time jump because like um he's found out or people think that he killed mysterio whatever i'm glad mysterio wasn't in this movie by the way Um, did you notice they had uh the same actors in the same dress surrounding mj oh yeah nice touch that was just a yeah i mean but they they filmed that that i was gonna say they refilmed it so that i was impressed yeah um but i mean even if they didn't they would have just cg'd him like it's marvel oh, right, they would have done right. it. never mind <laughs> not that impressive sure if this is like 2004 yeah. again i'd be like wow amazing thank if you this was 2004 like an indie film then yeah but like <laughs> they had all the money in the world if the if those actors had died they would have just digitally recreated them like i'm i'm still believe that tom marvel. holland hasn't been alive since far from home i mean that's a good point on the um, inside on the inside um so whatever then he gets in legal trouble which is great and then who oh, is the oh. lawyer oh uh, nobody's the no, lawyer that comes to his aid oh, well it's it's nobody nobody special you probably wouldn't wouldn't actually care it was actually believe it's it or just not a really good lawyer it was stick and i can't believe they actually got the actor from the 2002 <laughs> hit film daredevil starring ben affleck stick is not in that movie he's implied he isn't. Well, no, I was talking about the sick he carries with him in the courthouse. Because, you know, Cody, <laughs> justice is blind. That's a good reference to Daredevil. I really um, wanted no, to Charlie text Cox, that to you. So bad. I've Charlie been waiting. Charlie is back. Yeah, I was... Okay, that's what I was most impressed about. It's been a long time since I... I watched season one of Daredevil only when it first came okay, out. you need to finish it. It's a great show. So I was, like, squinting. I was like, that looks a lot like him. Is that Charlie Cox? He also he looks buffer though in the in the first season of Daredevil. Has he? I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah. The show came out in like 2014. Like he's a really good lawyer though. 
Yeah, they had Daredevil, and so much happened in this movie that like they were able to introduce Daredevil, and it didn't seem that weird at all. He's just in it. He's a lawyer, which is great. Um, he's with Happy Hogan, which is hilarious because John Favreau he played, played Foggy, Foggy Nelson. Nelson. Yep. Um, but he's there, and he uses his superpowers in a nice, subtle way. And I loved, absolutely loved Tom Holland's reaction. Yeah, him also because to... it shows the spider sense. Yeah, because the spider sense is up to grab it, but Daredevil was quicker, and Tom Holland was so like, what? He was like pissed at himself. <laughs> yeah, it was it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a really good lawyer uh so i'm excited to see more of daredevil um which we w- will probably be getting in the echo show which is coming out soon oh uh, hey oh, oh sh- spoilers i haven't watched uh hawkeye today okay echo the show was announced six months ago well now i know echo's not dying oh no this character they introduced in this show to be a new lead they're not gonna kill off yeah, I'm upset now. Although someone something does happen with that character, I'm not going to spoil, oh, yeah, spoil it, it though. I mean, because I I saw the reveal of uh, Kingpin. Kingpin, and, yeah, they were, and it's the same actor from Daredevil. Yeah, and I love how they revealed Kingpin and Daredevil in the same week. I just, Good job, I just Kevin can't Feige. believe they had him at Bet MGM betting on the Mets, like, and he he was talking to Spider Man, and he was. Telling I mean, they him, did bring up. They did mention the Mets in the Spider-Man he, movie. He said, he said, he told Spider-Man, he said, you know, it's not always about the money, Spider-Man. But did you, did you hear when they mentioned the Mets in Spider-Man? I think the Mets are going to win. They're going to go all the way. Like, yeah, they know. I know it was a, that it, like, had to have been like a, it's a coincidence. It's, a it's co- too recent of a meme. Well, it was like four months ago. I think the movie was uh, mostly done by then. What's up with Jamie Foxx films predicting New York sports teams doing well? When Soul was like the Knicks are gonna are gonna do better because Tina Fey stopped messing with them, and now it's I've never bets. heard of the Knicks. Yeah, oh, um, Bing Bong. So, um, after all that happens, he gets out of all his charges, whatever. Um, but the world knows he's Peter, and everything sucks. That, he can't get into college. That was the only my only gripe for this film was actually that mm. how quick he got. You know, you get the funny gag of ned giving up all this information and you the funny gag of marissa tomei and zendaya being like we're smart and we're women and like don't say anything i yeah. really wish I like, we got this cool scene of the um what's the group of people who cleans up things damage control damage control knowing about nick fury's whereabouts so they know more yes. than tom or more than peter so i like that but there's not really a clear explanation. Like Matt Murdock just gives us some exposition and be like, "You're free. You're scot free." I really wish there was some hint at like maybe Nick Fury or like the Scrolls helping Peter Parker out. Like just like a, a little hint of that or something. I mean, I think we can pretty safely assume that the leader of Damage Control is a Scroll if he knows where Nick Fury is. Yeah, I think that's very clear. But also like. It was just a video with someone under duress. Like, that's not that's not going to uphold in court. Well, like, well, that's pretty much what Matt said. He was like, white too. Not a, I mean, if my yeah. if this was Miles, maybe we'd have a different topic. Yeah, I was just hoping you'd be black. That would, okay. I'm so sorry. Very man. funny. I'm so sorry. Like Andrew Gar. Well, we're not there yet. We're not. Keep, keep going. We're not there we're not, yet. Keep going. Keep going. Um, but yeah, I mean, he gets out of it. It makes enough sense. The only evidence was. Like, 
a video from a dude who is probably not even dead. Uh, Mysterio's probably around there somewhere. Hope he never comes back, but he probably will. Well, he uh, has to return the scarf. Uh, that was I a timely. Care. That was a really timely reference right there, everyone. I love Brokeback Mountain. Um, <laughs> Heath Ledger. So, uh, from there, he can't get into college, which I mean is fair enough. And I think the way they worded it in the movie, uh, when Ned read his letter about due to recent controversies, uh, that was really smart. He got hashtag canceled, um, cancel culture. Yeah, I mean literally. Yeah. Except for something much worse than anything in real life. If it was real life, nothing would happen. Um, but the MCU is a little more socially conscious, I guess. Definitely um, more socially conscious. We can we can keep that yeah. we can keep that theme going throughout this. <laughs> this movie would um, but, not have come out earlier. This movie would not if no. this movie came out two years ago, it would be a different film. Yeah. Um, so whatever. He's trying to fix it. And of course, he sees a little witch's uh, a Halloween ornament with a witch who, with a mustache. I also Go did tea, not. I me. also did not like that. I I thought that was I mean, dumb. It's I mean it's silly, but what isn't silly? I mean I think he should have just been like walking and then seen the Sanctum Centaurum or something. I mean that would have been just as unlikely. He's in New York. He, he, New York. Hey, how's your mother? New York's a big place we've been there I, I, i've swung through the whole city nope i can't believe they it's actually recreated the entire set of spider-man 2 for this film that's what i was i know it's pretty incredible <laughs> um but he goes he sees dr strange um i want to say though wong might be the best character in the mcu yeah um yes he is like the epitome of that's not my problem i love and wong. i love him for it like when he showed up in Shang Chi, just fighting abomination. No, no, and they're cool. And they're just friends. they're cool. Yeah, he's he's chill, and he's just calling him a meal. No one even calls him a meal in the Incredible Hulk. Everyone's like Blonsky, Blonsky, but no, Wong and him are on a first name basis. I will tell you, Wong definitely best Benedict of the MCU. Yes, for sure, Benedict Wong as Wong and is don't, better. Don't get me wrong, Cumberbatch is good. I like Cumberbatch. But Benedict yeah, Cumberbatch Wong. as the character Cumberbatch. Right. If Benedict Wong plays Wong, the Benedict Cumberbatch must play Cumberbatch. Right. Um, but <laughs> Doctor Cumberbatch. Wong being Sorcerer Supreme is great. I love that. Um, I, I think love that's that. awesome. Yeah, I think that's good for Steven to not be Sorcerer Supreme right now, especially with events that are coming up, which we'll talk about later. Um, well, also but, we've already seen how capable Wong is. It's just because when we first meet him in the first Doctor Strange, you know, he's one of the few sorcerers that can hold his own. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean, he's like the second in command, but he's like limited himself this whole time because he's like seen himself as second. And now that he sees himself as first, I'm very excited to see where that's going to go, because I mean, he literally in Infinity War got rid of um, what's his name? The Call Obsidian. Yeah. Sorry, I should have remembered that. Yeah, why did you not remember that? It's very easy to remember. Did he get invited to Tony's wedding? Uh, I'm pot. There's no way he did because he was alive. Because we just got confirmed that he survived. Yeah, the there, snap. there was absolutely no way he wasn't at that wedding. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, however, um, what was neat was Peter's words to Doctor Strange to help him was pretty much the same thing the Ancient One said to Doctor Strange. 
when he was becoming Sorcerer Supreme the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably why he wanted to help him. And because, you know, he likes the kid. Like, they're friends. They went to space together. That's a big deal. I, Trauma brings people together. I did, I did like how, with the character of Doctor Strange... I'm so glad they did not make him another freaking mentor for Tom Holland. That's been yeah because he doesn't need another mentor. Um, well, if anything, he kind of got well. Spoiler alerts: We'll talk about that with Will Defoe and Alfred Molina. But he, like the line of saying, "I forget sometimes how young you are," it just showed yeah. me just how much respect Stephen had for Peter because mm-hmm. obviously he deserved it. I mean. He literally held his own against Thanos. Like, I mean, yeah, that that's some major respect. He literally defeated Ebony Maw. Like, major respect. You know, one of the most powerful cosmic beings. Yep. And the Marvel movies just made it seem so casual, but when you really like sit down and think about it, he's accomplished a lot. And I really like that. Um, that's a good lesson for young kids. You know. That for sure you should still, when you deserve it, you should still expect and receive respect. Yes, but also need to remember that, you know, you're still a kid. Yeah. You make mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and speaking of like Peter made the mistake, he didn't even bother calling, which I think is, that's it's very John Watts. Yes. It's silly, but I think of the John Watts things, it's not the worst thing at all. It's not nearly as bad as some other, like, plot things in the other movies. Because, like, a kid today isn't going to think to call. I didn't know you could do that. I I, I didn't see any plot point, any plot miscontrivuses. Miscons- mis- Look at that. Is that a word? Nope. Okay. To that. Yeah, I, Where, didn't, I didn't think that, like, that's fine. I didn't like how Peter broke the spell. Uh, because he forgets the names of all these people that have mean so much to him. That's kind of the backbone of Spider-Man is he fights for his chosen family. And the fact that he forgot five of them. Well, I don't think it was that he was forgetting. I think it was much more that, um, he was just, you know, naming them one at a time because he didn't want to do it all at once. I mean, it's like when a kid is asking for, I don't know, they want a cookie, but then they're like, oh, I want milk, and oh, I need this, and oh, I want this. Mm. It was more just like he was doing it, a train of thought kind of thing, and he didn't want to be rude, but also he did want to be rude. Um, But, I mean, fair enough. But, you know, he breaks the spell, things go wrong, and we're not really sure what happens. Uh, He goes and finds the lady from MIT, and then Dr. Octopus shows up. Ah, that, and it plays his music from Spider-Man 2. I, I loved that. I loved the callbacks. The musical callbacks of this film were spot on. The score, Michael Giacchino knocked it way out of the park. The score is incredible. Um, and this is coming from Cody. If you don't know, this man just listens to music movie scores casually. Constantly. That was my number one genre on Spotify last year, and it will be again this year, because I love them. Um, but... Um, it was great. He came back, and immediately, I one of my biggest concerns about this movie was that characters coming back would one not be respected, and two, um, these just wouldn't make any sense in continuity with the movies. Mm-hmm. But his very first line 
was what did you do with my machine? Yeah. Which that's what would have happened in the end of Spider-Man 2. Like that's what I would have expected him to say. Well, okay. Not the very, very close to the end of Spider-Man 2. Well, he said, well, yeah, it's the, yeah, it's three minutes from the end of Spider-Man 2. I love how they they made it very specific on when he comes back. Yeah, because it's like I had him by the throat and that's what happens like right before he gets turned back good um but right at that point a lot of my worries were um put at ease um he beats peter beats doc ock pretty easily um it does make sense because the mcu is a much more advanced world much more technologically advanced yeah and also it's two decades ahead i think the raimi universe would have been more technologically advanced if it was the future, which is why I think Toby was able to um, do science, whatever. Yeah, but I, I, where I, Doc Ock is from, he's from 2004 in the Raimi universe, which is nowhere near as advanced as you know, I, I, MCU I would, 2026. I would agree. Um, not as advanced, because I don't think Oscorp would have been able to go as advanced as Stark Industries, but it, it would have been pretty, pretty close. I would have say like, Maybe like uh, Iron Man three, Avengers two level of advanced technology. Oh, I mean, if you, um, because there's no there's no Tony yeah. Stark in in that. No, but in Spider Man one, it says that Norman's specialty is nanotechnology, and Tony Stark okay. doesn't do nanotech until 2019. That's that's so like, but the energy, and I guess if Alfred Molina had, well, yeah, that's the thing. Successful, yeah. Yeah, if Alfred Molina had done the fusion reaction, then, then yes. they would have had then their yes. arc reactor. Because, like, yeah, the thing that made the MCU so advanced was the arc reactor, which we'll get to. They get to that specifically. Which I, is, I love again, I love that they did that. Amazing. They, they made um, something so nerdy, so accessible to general audiences. Yes. Um, but that happens, whatever, blah, 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 blah. We find out the lizard is back, whatever. Who cares? Um, I mean, someone cares um yeah he got his arm back a bunch of villains come back we can skip a bunch of this um dr strange and peter get into a bit of a fight because peter wants to save them dr strange just wants to send them back because they're gonna die well some of them not all of them die i'm upset you skipped one thing that i loved what did i skip that as soon as sandman shows up he wants to help peter because yeah where he was taken is post death of venom yeah, it's after Iron Man, uh, Jesus. Which, it's after Spider Man. Which also 3. makes sense why Topher Grace isn't in there and why James Frank. Well, we other reasons make sense why James Franco isn't in the film, but yeah, that it made it continuity continuity wise made perfect sense. Like he his immediate thought is, I need to help Peter Parker out, and then yes, and then he, which is awesome. Yeah, it goes back into me being worried that they weren't going to follow continuity, but everything that i thought of was perfect um except the reason that the villains come back was because they knew peter parker electro never knew never peter knew. parker nope. um but you could say he was conscious while green goblin figured out who he was at the end of amazing spider-man 2 because electro said he was turning into pure energy before he got turned back uh so maybe he was still partly conscious because that was right after they, they about quote, how unquote, funny that him. scene was where people were real the super villains were realizing they were dying at the hands of spider-man oh that was incredible that was so i love okay one missed opportunity 
So they're doing all the talking back and forth, which is great. Um, however, they call um, Lizard Dr. Kurt Connors, which is his name, mm-hmm. but Otto doesn't have any reaction to that, even though we know that Raimi versus Kurt Connors and Otto are good friends. So when my thought, because yes, my thought on that would have been maybe this is a slightly different Raimi verse because because uh, they uh, aged up. I know they de-age Alfred Molina, but he's definitely aged up from Spider-Man Two. And if he's leaving right before the they, actor, when they end up in the MCU, they just look different because like Jamie Foxx just looks different, but it's still uh, the same okay, dude to okay, me. I could, I could. It's just they're in a different universe, so they just happen to look different. Or maybe it's um, showing um, Octavius's mental fortitude and how smart he is that he clearly realizes it isn't the Doctor Connors he knows. Well, yeah, like I, I think he knows it's not the same dude, but he could have at least been like, "I know a Doctor Connors" or something like that. Um, it's a very little thing, and honestly, that could have been a line that they just cut. All right, like, that's true. That's true. I mean, he already had just get cut. He already had time. one reaction to Osborne. Like then they would have given exactly. him two reactions. Yeah, yeah, that could have made a drag on. Um, that's not really a big deal. Uh, what was a weird thing while we're on the villain, Sandman being in sand form the whole time doesn't make any sense. Did, who's the who's um, the actor's name again? Thomas Hayden Church. Did he just not want to be in the film that much? So here's the thing: I don't think him or Reese Ifans, uh, yeah. the lizard actor, actually shot any footage for this movie. Because when they're in human form, I'm positive both of them is archive footage. Okay, well. It's just archive footage. It's because the last scene uh, showing Sandman before he gets teleported back is a shot from Spider-Man 3. Well, I mean. It um, is. The scene of Dr. Connors is the scene of where he grows his arm before he turns into Lizard. I noticed that. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it is them doing the voices. So it could have been a bunch of things. It probably wasn't. They didn't want to do it. They're probably just busy. Like the fact that they got as many as they did is impressive. But I'm sure Thomas Hayden Church was just like busy doing something. Also, a lot of this movie was filmed during COVID. So like and they were, that, were maybe they, they were just Australia stuck in a country. Um, I don't know if it was filmed in Australia or not. If it was, then that would make that would, it super hard right. because Australia got locked down. And if they hadn't flown them in yet, there was no way they could get them in. Right. So, like, um, there's a lot of reasons. I don't think it's the biggest deal. I think saying in stand form, sand form, not stand form, it's not JoJo's. Uh, we did, he, I mean, staying, he got some funny jokes, you know, sitting on the couch. Yeah, like when he got sand on the couch, but, like, whatever. Um, but to get back to the plot, uh, Green Goblin gets there, and he's just tricking them all, like I think everyone knew. Um, well, I, and well, the he, villains... Well, he wasn't really tricking them all, because I think you really see a better dichotomy between osborne and the green goblin in well, this film goblin was tricking them all by letting norman take the reins oh uh, okay so you're but saying like, no goblin was in the background the whole time okay i can see i can see that uh yeah goblin was letting norman take the reins because he knew norman would try and do a good thing i love how norman i think norman's skittish nature actually kind of made sense based on where he was blipped into the universe yeah. because in the original Raimi film, you know, he struggles with this dichotomy of being two beings at once. So it probably would be very disoriented being in the middle of the streets of a different New York when the last time he had control was in his own house in Raimi because the end- yeah. ending scene was Green Goblin pretended to be him. Yes. So he, he hasn't been himself for quite a while. 
Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, him seeing all that was incredible. Alfred, I mean, not Alfred Molina, Jesus. Um, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is such a good actor. He killed it. He knocked it out of the park. Every actor did, did a great job. you see that he did his own stunts? Yeah, he did a lot of his own stunts, and that's why he did the movie, which is so cool. That, He's very old. That scene where he, like, picks up Peter and bodies yeah. him through three floors. Me watching that was... You could tell that that was actually done. That was actually a set that they went through. Like, yeah, it was awesome. You could tell the... It's such a small scene, but I, I picked up on it. I was like, that was awesome. That... Amazing. When he's smiling while Tom is wailing on him, and he's just smiling and laughing. It made me think, why was Will Defoe never a Joker? Well, yeah. he. I mean, he is the Joker of the Marvel Universe at this point. Right. Um, but, yeah, all that's great. The villains go bad. Oh, who could have seen it coming? Except... Doc Ock, mm-hmm. who gets the inhibitor chip replaced, and he's good. Um, just remember that in the back of your mind, because he'll come back later. Um, but the villains escape, um, but not before something happens that is, I mean, it's pretty shocking. Um, I think it is, again, very necessary for the story and the character. Mm-hmm. But Green Goblin does something he... Um, also did to toby but not as efficiently uh he attacks aunt may and aunt may dies as soon as he called the glider i knew she was gonna die but until then you know i thought it was just gonna be like a close call or maybe like she got captured or something yeah it needed to happen because tom needed that like uncle ben level death which i mean confused does uncle ben exist in the mcu we don't know maybe um he existed in a what if episode so that's good (laughs) um but regardless of that um her death needed to happen for the story because she finally said when great power there must also come great responsibility which is the actual original quote that stanley wrote back in the day um the 2002 movie shortened it i mean Um, the way uh brisa says the quote actually seems a little i you know i love the sam Raimi films uh but yeah. it actually seems more believable like somebody would actually say that in real life and I, I mean uncle ben was like 90 he was an old man in 2000 he was not 90 he was like he was old. i'm pretty sure he was supposed to be upper 50s no way yeah I'm he was 60 sure, at minimum i'm pretty sure he was supposed to be upper 50s no he even said he was the senior electrician at a plant for like 40 years you don't get to be senior electrician until you've been working somewhere for 10, 15 years. Hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you help me, uh, we help me paint that room when you get, get back. Is that it? Hey, Is that what he does? don't start without me. Don't say, don't start without me. I could really go for some Dr. Pepper after seeing So regardless, movie. he was an old man when he said with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, um, what do you think about, but, uh, yeah. Andrew Garfield's uncle Ben though? Uh, you mean Charlie Sheen's dad? Yeah, when Martin Sheen's like, you didn't pick up your aunt? You mean Emilio Estevez's dad? Why was Emilio Estevez in this film? Uh, he was. He was uh, uh, a character we're about to get to. Well, Co- Coach uh, but yeah, so Tom is in the worst possible place. Um, Ned has magic powers now. Whatever. We don't need to get into it. I, um, and he's... I, I hmm? inter Because I've been seeing all these videos like, oh, Ned always had magical powers, magical powers. I interpreted that like... Any human has the capabilities of becoming a sorcerer. You just had to. There, um, like... I think it's similar to DC where you have to, because like in DC, you have to be a homo magi, 
which is just a different breed of human that has magic. And I think it's pretty similar in Marvel. That's what, uh, I was thinking it was more like a, a mental inhibitor for most humans. And like, because Ned's so like into fantasy or open to new ideas, that would be why. I'd say maybe, but like, we know witches are a family thing um, in that's true. Um, that's true. Marvel, and witches are just another type of sorcerer. So, like, I'll assume it's a family thing, but it might just be really widespread. Um, but, like, you know, he's a sorcerer or whatever. He can use a sling ring, which I think isn't that wild because the sling ring was the first thing they taught Steven how to do in Doctor Strange. Right. And, uh, it's so, a like, magical, that's a very base thing. It's a magical item already. Yeah, it's like step one. Um, and he isn't even good at it, which is great. Um, but he summons hey, he has that- Peter Parker. Oh my God. And who walks in? Andrew Garfield. And I just want to say this movie, uh, Andrew Garfield is fantastic in this movie. May- I think the Amazing Spider-Man movies are bad. But he's really good in this I movie. I really want to... Because I've, I've seen both Amazing Spider-Man films once. When they first came out. Nice. I didn't see either in theaters. I saw them... I red boxed them. People don't do that anymore. <laughs> I red boxed those two films. And I remember the first one, I was like, this is pretty bad. Uh, but like, in my mind, I was like, it's still not technically as bad as Spider-Man 3. I just like Spider-Man 3 more. Incorrect. Um... Uh, but Spider Spider Man Two, I absolutely hated. Uh, and now I want to go back because I feel like I'll find out that I've actually always liked Andrew Garfield, and it's just a poorly no. written film. Or do you think? Uh, do you think it's a I mix wouldn't? of that? He is he is meaty. <laughs> He's trying. I think his writing's really bad in both movies. Uh, I think his Peter is almost good he's an extreme stalker which isn't great there's a lot about him that i do not like well i think that, that was um, also okay not to never excuse stalker like things right but that was yeah. that was also a very big like trope of the time sure i mean it was twilight era yeah absolutely it doesn't make it better like i i think that for sure is an explanation but it's not an excuse i also forgot how tall andrew garfield is when you see he's him, a tall guy, when you yeah. see him next to the other dude, so it was very, it's very funny. Yeah, he's a really tall dude. Um, but he shows up, and I don't know about your theater, but um, there was quite a bit of like, whoa, and I clapped. That's what happened in my theater. Yeah, and I clapped. I, 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 I screamed. I'm pretty sure I did not clap. I clapped at the next reveal, and it was it was yeah. very very smart to do Garfield first. Oh, yeah, Very for sure, because, like, all the Andrew Garfield fans, and there's a lot of them, got to see their boy, and that's great. He cleans the cobweb. Um, but he he goes, does the cobweb, he gets some bread thrown at him. Yeah, I think all that was great. I think um, the way they characterized him was awesome. Like, he is nice, but he's not as nice as the next guy who comes through a portal. My man. And it's just my man. Wire. My man. Yeah, and that got a bigger response at my theater, both showings, um, which, I mean, makes sense. He's just I had, he's a little bit more iconic. I had a person in my theater yell, is that Steve? And I have to assume they were making a <laughs> Steve Blues Clues reference. Yeah, it was Steve from Blues Clues. Which I'm like, I guess they're, I mean, they're same age, but they don't look the same at all to me. No. Uh, um, to- yeah, Toby shows up and he just looks like a dude and it's hilarious and like, Again, I thought they were going to really not do him well, but from his first interaction with people, he's just like, hey, do you, 
I I don't know what's going on. <laughs> He's just like, I think I need to help your friend because the only thing I know how to do is to help others and not myself. Yeah. Like, like literally. That's literally. <laughs> and like he, Toby, Toby's Peter is the perfect example of like falling forward. Like in all, yes. all of his movies, he never is planning to succeed. And it works for him. Well, and it's also he doesn't complain either. Yes. He just goes with it. But complaints have been in Spider-Man too, but that just makes him human. And Well, and yeah, the, and then what happens? Right. <laughs> he Exa- loses his power. Exactly. When he complains. And I love that they reference that. He talks about. Yeah, they And do. how freaked out Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland are that he has, like, organic webbing. Yeah, and he's just like, I don't know. I've always had and it. And they're like, does it's it come normal. out of other places? And I was like. He's like, nope. Nope. Oh, it's just uh, you know, you know, actually now that you think about it, I did have dysfunction once. Uh, <laughs> um, he, he had some performance anxiety in one movie. So um, yeah, they show up and it's great. Um, Andrew and Toby have a little bit of a spider fight, which is very funny. Um, I do like that this movie like just canonically made Toby the strongest yeah. Spider-Man. He, which is he, cool. He blocks his and he's like, shooter immediately. Like, he, he yeah. analyzes that immediately and realizes what he needs to do. Yep, and he just figured it out. Um, I liked that they took a um, big nod from Spider-Verse, and as soon as they see each other, like, they know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do kind of wish they did the line, you're just like me, from Spider-Verse. That would have been cute. Um, yeah, it might have been too much, but... Hey, I'm I'm some of a scientist myself. Okay, yeah, that was the one line that they should have cut. It wasn't no, good. No, I think it was necessary. It was a mandatory. It was a mandatory line that needed to be in the film. I mean, he did look very happy to say it. Besides, <laughs> besides, if Alfred Molina had gotten the chip done, the inhibitor done, and he says this doesn't change anything, and because there was no butterfingers, <laughs> you know, or if Andrew Garfield said, "My spider sense is tingling." If you if you know, know what, what I'm <laughs> talking about, um, no, um, but the spiders are back. They work together, and it's incredible. Oh, they don't at first, though. Um, well, no, they don't. Like I think that's great because they've never worked on a team before. Um, I love how Toby was so congratulatory. He's like, "You're an Avenger. That's amazing." Yeah. What yeah, is what that? is that? Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> "I'm just so happy for you, kid." Like you see, yeah, he's like, I don't know what that is, but good for you. And Andrew thinks it's a band. Um, Very funny. It's great. I like how they like become brothers. Like that's fantastic. Andrew Garfield um, saying "I love you." Um, I really hope they um, if, if, have some more adventures in the if future. If people have wondered what uh, Cody and I's relationship is, uh, it is specifically that one scene. I would be Andrew Garfield, and Cody would collectively be Tom and Toby. <laughs> I, I would tell him that I love him and I'm so glad I've always wanted brothers. And he would just say, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> like, that is, that is our relationship in a nutshell. Oh, that was, that was so good. They, I don't know. Seeing them together was really nice and they played off each other super well. Um, the final fight is pretty good when they finally do swing together. I, Amazing. I like the, the set piece of, Though I think it's dumb having Cap Shield on the Statue of Liberty, uh, it made for a really cool like fight set piece to where I 
they're never going to make a Marvel traditional fighting game, but it would be it would be a great stage or something for that. Yeah, I mean, X-Men 2002, the like, well, after Blade, the first uh, modern Marvel movie, the final set piece was the Statue of Liberty. So it makes sense to go back there. And a movie referencing the multiverse so much, I think that's a great idea. I, I have to say, before they get to the fight, before the villains show up, and they're all just getting some character development and bonding with each other and talking about all yeah. that stuff. Uh, when they're comparing their villains, and I love that it was mm-hmm. Tom who brought it up because it was such a high school thing to do, like a high school slumber oh, yeah. party thing to do. And he unwittingly has the coolest villain with Thanos, which, but with that said, that's not really his villain. And I'm glad he didn't bring up like Vulture or like Mysterio really. Tom Holland hasn't had the best villains. He really hasn't. I'm really hoping. He... I mean, Vulture's Vulture was great. I liked. Well, that's just because you know I like Batman, and I like seeing Michael Keaton come back after Birdman. Yeah, I mean, I think of of villains, he was a more compelling villain than a lot of others. But Mysterio, yeah, Mysterio sucked. How... Mysterio was bad. Yeah, I liked how um, you know. <laughs> Toby was so casual about Venom. He's like, I bought an alien out of black goo. It was no big deal. Andrew Garfield's like, I had a Russian in a rhino suit. Like, I want to fight an I alien. Wanna, it's like, uh, I'm so lame. And then, like, Toby's like, no. Like, say it. You're amazing. You're amazing. Say it. I want to hear you say it. He's like, thank you. <laughs> I, I love that that was there because this generation watching, this is their Spider-Man. Yeah. So we teach this generation are so self-loathing. And like, yeah. so socially inhibiting, a society sure has done it, but them themselves, they're inhibited socially, and they really need to mm-hmm. hear this this model of an older generation. Which, if you rewatch those Spider Man films, they'll show you Toby wasn't that didn't have it all put together himself either, no, at all. But look at him now; you see him as a hero. So why can't you see yourself becoming that hero as well? Like. Look at look yeah. at all you've done. Look at who you are. What a very 2021 message that was so necessary. And I'm so glad it's in this film that this whole generation is going to watch. Like, this is going to be a generational film for them to talk about. Oh, that. yeah. And that's just a, for that's sure. a great message. Absolutely. Um, I think everything just with the three of them was lovely. Um, spoilers. Obviously, they saved the day. Um, uh, it's up. And last but not least, the only villain who hasn't been cured is the Goblin. Oh, well, you didn't talk uh, about Tom, you didn't talk about the new new. I didn't because I don't know. Electro has a new body and he has a Electro mask on his face. That was so fun. Um, that was fun. It was fun, but Doc Ock is the one who actually stops him. Doc Ock being a hero in the end is great. Great. Oh, I do need to talk about. Um, we get a talk between Toby and Doc Ock, and it's incredible oh the power of the sun and toby even says exactly what he says to him in spider-man 2 yes because otto is like how are you and toby pauses for a beat looks over remembers and says trying to do better it, it like th- that's so good i i'm glad you caught that as well uh i had right ro- i had recently watched um spider-man 2 to get ready for this yeah i was expect- expecting this and seeing definitely John Watts and the writers were very much studying this Raimi trilogy, Raimi trilogy. Oh yeah. I, um, it, it, 
Tovey has had so much taken from him. When you really think about, yeah, you know, like he talks about, you know, like his best friend trying to kill him. You know, we yep. get we get a little hint of that him and MJ have worked out, but they're not like married or anything. But they're they seem yeah, to be on good terms. They seem to be on good terms, which is great because one of my biggest fears at the end of Spider Man Three because we never got Spider Man Four was what happened yep. to Peter. Yeah, where he's lost all these family members, all these figures. And he very much looked up to Alfred Molina and seeing him back in that state. And now Peter's around his age and has probably like yeah. realized a lot of what pushed him to be this way. Like mm-hmm. that. Also, can we just talk about elephant in the room with it? The whole plot device of the second half of this film is trying to actually save the villains instead of saving yeah. the people, the villains are attacking because Hey, yeah, it's, it's cool. Maybe maybe sending them to jail is not going to fix the problem. Yeah, and that's also like a big, like in all of Sam Raimi's movies, that was Peter's goal. But he just saved. He them. just didn't really. Well, kind of in Spider Man Two. I mean, a hundred percent in Spider Man Two. But I mean, like, he, he, he wanted sa- to save everyone, he, but he also wanted to save Otto. He saves his like image and his legacy towards the end. But I mean, Otto dies. Yeah, but that's not what he wanted to do, because Peter was like, help me, we'll do it together. And he's like, no, I have to do it. Okay. Even in the end, he didn't want him to die. Um, that was Otto's choice. But, like, um, yeah, that being a major theme is great and, like, really refreshing, because it's not just beat bad guy win. Until the end when Tom is like, oh, I'm going to kill this dude because he's angry, which, fair enough. Um, and Peter. And Toby being. Yeah, I said Peter. Toby stopping him. Yeah, Toby being the one to stop the glider um, and being able to do it without any real struggle is great. he's smiling the I mean, whole he's time. Just, he's... Yeah, and he's just, I mean, he is stronger, which fair enough. He's older. He's done it longer. Um, and yeah, smiling the whole time, not ever being like judgmental towards Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Because the last time just... the glider was coming towards Toby Maguire, he had the same killing intent. Yes great film um so he knows everything that's going through his head um when toby got stabbed in the back i'm like they're not gonna say that that hurt him right because i he's been through a lot worse i was gonna be very upset they just tried to like kill off toby mcguire's spider-man right then right yeah there. i that would be really stupid uh, i mean he's taken a train to the face and got up two seconds later like he's a tank um, but I do love that they added the line like yeah, I've been stabbed before. I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, Andrew's like you're in a lot of pain right now. He's like, yep, yep. And it shows <laughs> you that like Toby, they really humanized Toby too. Even though like from our, the audience's perspective, I'm assuming kids are gonna like view him as this like why wise and sage Spider-Man. But we still yeah. get those senses of he's still also just figuring it out like. And how human it was of him to constantly be thinking of how he could have saved Osborne because he like drops yeah. drops that line like I've been thinking this a long time, and like if they hadn't dropped that line, I would be like, yeah, sure, Toby's smart, but like chemistry wasn't his field or anything. Like no, it, he majored in science. Yeah, we don't know what science he really was, but I would assume. Something with like mechanical engineering of some sort. Yeah. 
or physics. Yeah, but getting that was great. Um, and then Tom does choose to save, um, Doc, uh, not Doc Ock, Green Goblin at the after end. After killing, which is fantastic. After killing on Norman May. comes back. Yeah, and then we have to have the sad revelation that in order to save the multiverse, Peter has to, I mean, he has to make Doctor Strange make everyone on the planet forget who he is. My, which is insane. So when these villains go back, what do you, do you think they're going to revert back to villains then? If No. So they just like, but they don't remember who saved them. I think, it, well, they, I don't think that affects them because they're not on the planet when he, when they cast that spell. They're not members of the universe. I'm pretty sure that spell only affected people on so planet So you're going to say it's not going to be a plot hole if we get a live-action Spider-Verse and all of these characters remember Tom Holland. No, because, I mean, you, you've seen Loki. Yeah. It's just more branches. But, okay, it's just okay. branches. My, my thought so was... So we get a branch where at the end of Spider-Man 2002, Norman's like, wait, don't, I'm good now. And then we'll have mm. a branch of Spider-Man 2 where Otto probably just does the same thing sadly Um, because he turns good anyway i guess okay i could see that i guess i was thinking and it makes a lot more sense because that'd be a very powerful spell i was i thought it would change all universes but that would be a very broken spell if our dr strange could do that for every universe you're right you're right that makes more sense yeah it would be i I think it was just like the peter parker of the mcu just is no longer a figure because like the spell was bringing in people who know peter parker to this universe right but i think if peter parker doesn't exist quote unquote in this universe then they wouldn't be trying uh, what do we there. what do we think of the uh craven outline in the sky craven and scorpion and rhino even though we already had the sinister sticks with the tree yeah i mean it was neat to see that they're referencing other um villains um i definitely am going to be excited when the blu-ray comes out so i can really scan through because i definitely saw more um but my second theater the screening was too dark to see anything i swear it was not a good screen i swear i saw celestial or galactus or something but that could have been my brain just wanting to see that yeah there was there was a lot of stuff but we'll see once it's released um but everyone has to forget peter parker we get uh my favorite part of the score actually is after peter says goodbye to his friends um michael giugino does the same thing he did for the third star trek movie and at the very end takes the main theme changes the under music like the underscore and makes it super powerful and like i was in tears i don't even like before i did not like the spider-man very much but this movie made me like him and seeing him have to go through that was really sad um and then like well, also, I forget that I forget I forgot that up until now he's been our youngest Spider-Man. Yeah. And now he's finally at the age of the other Spider-Man at the start of their stories. Yeah, because yeah, he's no longer in high school. Because Toby um, Toby was a senior in high school, right? In the first one. He was a senior for the first like thirty minutes yeah, and then he graduates. And, he graduates yeah. and Andrew graduates in the beginning of the second one. Right. Um but yeah, he's now at he's in a well, he's a college-age Spider-Man. Uh, I think the final swing of this movie... Uh, hey, hey, I, I see what you did there. What do you, I mean, it's what they're called. Okay. Final swing. Yeah, okay. I think a Spider-Man movie has to end in a final swing. Uh, it was one of my big gripes of uh, Far, Far From, from home. home. The final swing is not good. Um, I also... I don't even remember if there's one at Homecoming. I don't think there is. Um, I don't think... 
so homecoming no, there, there there is Ho- i don't remember i haven't seen all i remember homecoming is the no. end of we get a hint of scorpion in the jail with vulture yeah but um the final swing is amazing and he finally for the first time has a suit that looks like Spider-Man. i i loved i love that suit and that he he made it from scratch himself oh my uh-huh i and I, I want to figure that, he that suit. definitely, definitely looked at Andrew and to- uh, yes, uh, Toby yes, suits yes. and was like, I want to do that. Yes. I, oh my, I loved, I loved that. I loved that whole, he finally, you know, has a crappy apartment. Uh, you know, you want forgiveness, uh, get religion, you know, I'll, I'll pay for my rent when you fix this darn door. Yeah, I hope Mr. Dickovich is his landlord. But did you notice, actually, I, sure, he moves into a crappy apartment at first, but, like, after he leaves and has his suit, he actually kind of has the best setup of all the Spider-Men showing, like, he's kind of restarting, sure, but he's very capable for yeah. what he's doing, which just makes me so excited for, hopefully, are they actually doing the next trilogy i know tom holland doesn't no they are there's gonna be a trilogy there's gonna be a break i know he doesn't want to be like typecast of spider-man yeah yeah no we have already announced a second trilogy i um, which is okay so then for that then my biggest wants for this next trilogy is i still feel in all the mcu there's such a lack of a rogues gallery yeah so much just like this is the villain. Introduce villain, kill yeah, them all. Yeah, this is the villain for this film. I mean, you kind yeah. of get it with, you know, Thanos, obviously. And you... Hey, listen. Uh, Abomination's still around. Abomination's still around. Uh, you know, the rogues... Justin Hammer's still out there. Yeah, but nobody's going to remember him besides us when he shows back oh up. Oh, my God. He's, he's an Oscar-winning actor, Sam Rockwell. He does a great job. If they can bring back... If they can bring back Trevor Slattery, they can bring back Justin Hammer. It's going to be us and Mr. Sunday Movies caring about that. Look, Justin Hammer's going to come back and everyone's going to be like, Oscar-winning actor Sam Rockwell from Iron Man 2. (laughs) He didn't win it for that movie, though. No. Should have, though. He should have. Should have. Should have. I want Kingpin to be more of a Uh reoccurring threat. Maybe even possibly he's talked about in the first one but he hires like craven or something to like exactly what like like peter or tom falls into kingpin's web in some in some way in some fashion and then kingpin's like i got a deal i have to crush the spider and hires craven to do something or he could even hire you know like some black widow assassins and like or maybe in in combination because spider-man's so powerful at this point Maybe it would make sense to have Craven have a little like entourage to help him, and then we build up to Kingpin instead of like exactly. introducing and at the end of the movie, Spider-Man beats him in a few punches. Like, yeah, we build up to Kingpin. Uh, Kingpin is in episode six of Hawkeye, as you figured. Uh, he's a little different than the Daredevil show, um, but. I think this version of Kingpin could take on Spider-Man for a few what if for What sure. if he revitalizes, like, AIM or something? Because we see um, the infection, infectious super soldier serum in Shang-Chi. 
We saw it in the fighting ring. Well, yeah, we, we yeah, there was the so, so what um, if like extremist Kingpin has some sort of like because obviously in the comics Kingpin is very strong, and if if you're on his weak end, it's just that he worked out a lot. He was fat and worked out a lot. But if you're on his strong yeah. end, he has super soldier like strength. He he has he definitely has super strength. Um, again, you'll see that when you watch episode six of Hawkeye. Okay, uh, okay, he, he definitely is. Uh, super durable so that's that's why that's why <laughs> he goes through a lot that, that's why i was thinking what if marvel's what if season two uh he I mean, it's coming cause out because kingpin in the comics why he's so powerful is he is the underworld he has his yeah. hand at everything so what if yeah i think what if they bring in, together all these old tony stark villain groups that we just vaguely know about mm, and say he's no tony stark no Tony uh, Stark. I want, I want, I don't want any Tony I want Stark Hammer. ever again. I want uh, Stars DC, isn't that? <laughs> I don't want any Tony Stark mentions ever again. Um, not once. However, um, I do think Kingpin being the new big bad for this trilogy is a good idea. I think having one big bad for the trilogy is a good idea. Because um, Marvel has not done that at all. Uh, what do you, Not even once. What do you think about for this phase i would love i would hope actually evil doctor strange uh like uh, strange supreme yeah but he's not even evil anymore he's already been redeemed well and what if yeah yeah okay he's already redeemed you saw the trailer at the end of the movie yeah but he's not he's definitely not evil in the trailer Mm, he said Hundred percent. That's Mordo, a red herring. Mordo, the villain, Mordo says our greatest threat is you. Yes, as in him, not Supreme Strange. Mm. Supreme Strange is not the villain. Wanda's the villain. One hundred percent. I don't. I don't believe it. Wanda is one hundred. All right. You know what? You're right. Movie. I think uh, Kingpin will actually have the Phoenix Force, and uh, and no. then the X Men will come <laughs> and help Tom, and and then Reed Richards will be there and be like. Actually, Victor Von Doom is the villain of the third Spider-Man. No, I don't think there's going to be a major villain of this phase. I think we're all building up to Galactus uh, for phase five. Yeah. We're just getting the groundwork set up. Like, it's a new phase one, basically. Yeah. Because, like, all of phase one was Do just setting up you think it's going to be as Avengers. soon as phase five to have Galactus? To introduce him, sure. Okay, okay. I thought you meant, like, we'll be ending with... It's not going to be, Do you think, like... you think we're going to have three phases again? Is that what yeah for sure galactus will be phase six when they fight him i think the big event in uh phase five is going to be secret wars mm, well, okay with all we've the got scrolls. the secret wars tv yeah we've got the secret wars tv show coming out but i don't think they're only going to do that in a tv show okay i could i could see that i could see that i think hear me out yeah. hear me out what if they do something original for one of these phases and not even have to base it off of uh i mean they have anniversary comic they just did with no way home you're okay i mean not for one movie though i mean they could but i wouldn't want them to do like an original big bad because he would be bad okay you're right i would not want an mc only big bad yeah like we might as well use galactus now that we have where's modok where's uh where's uh uh modok is in um he's in ant-man 2 is he in ant-man 2 he's referenced i remember that but 
No, no, sorry. He's going to be in Ant-Man 3. My bad. Okay, yeah, okay. He's going to be in Ant-Man 3. Yeah, that was confirmed the other day. Because, uh, I mean, he's, he's going to be a minor villain ref- along with Kang. But, like, Kang the Conqueror is going to be, like, the big villain right. for the until Galacta shows up. <sighs> yeah. I... I don't even really like Kang the Conqueror, though. I think Jonathan Majors is a great actor, so I think it's going to be incredible. So when is um when is Swordsman gonna uh make a baby with um uh Mantis, and then their child becomes a god who threatens the earth? Yep. <laughs> is that your favorite comic series? Favorite comic line? It is. Um. All I know is that we got a lot of good stuff coming from Marvel. When is Disney going to buy Warner Brothers and we get that like 90s DC Marvel crossover? Um, We are 100% going to get a multi-studio multiverse crossover within the next 20 years easy. Mm. Um, There's no chance it won't happen. Is this this a Cody confirmed? Yes. Well, because the thing is, no one thought they could go bigger than Endgame. Right. But... All they did was like, okay, multiverse. And multiverse is infecting, not infecting, Jesus. Well, I guess infecting, but it's affecting everything. Like, even in Shang-Chi, like, the message going out by the rings, no one knowing what it is, it's just another universe. Like, easy to explain. I still think Shang-Chi is not in the main Marvel universe. What? That's 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 my theory there. I think it's a uh, why. I think it's like one universe over. But everyone is in it. Mm, the Avengers are in because, it. Shang Chi becomes because an Avenger. Mark Ruffalo is Mark Ruffalo, not Professor Hulk. Yeah, because he becomes Mark Ruffalo after Endgame. We haven't seen after Endgame yet. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't though. But we know he's Mark Ruffalo in She Hulk, which is after. Mm, what if She Hulk is part of this other alternate universe? Have you considered that? Would that would be Have stupid. You because Abomination is also in She-Hulk. Exactly. I think... Benedict, that would I be think, so stupid. I think Bendig Wong is the same in both. He's just that powerful. He crosses between uh, both universes. But we know that can't happen. The multiverse has only existed for oh, so long. Oh, it can't happen unless Wong is actually the Watcher. That's Uwatu. I think I'm correct in this. Um, Wong... Uh, well, you're wrong. Bendig can do but... no... Wong. That's horrible. Mark? Well, as you can see, we greatly enjoyed the movie, and we are greatly looking forward to see uh, where it, the Marvel Universe goes in the future. Um, definitely see the movie if you haven't. Uh, if you haven't and you watch or listen to this whole thing, what are you doing? Uh, definitely watch it, though. If you've seen it, see it again. Maybe not in theaters because, you know, uh, Omicron variant's going a little uh, wild right now. But once it's released on home video, watch it a lot. Because I know that's what I'm going to do. You got the touch. You got the power. I can't believe they actually had the guts to have uh, Peter Prime show up towards the end of the film. I, you know, especially... Yeah, Peter Cullen, voice of Optimus Prime. (laughs) Thank you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, um, Cody. Yep. uh, I want to say a thing at the end here. Do you? Yeah. Um, no way are we ever getting home from our airline hangar. Okay. And it will be a home 
coming if we ever can get far away from this new home. Home. Yep. What's the next trilogy um, single word that's going to be in all of them? Dorm. No, it better not be. It better not be. Spider-Man Far From Dorm. Easy. No. I think it's Storm. No, Dorm. Oh, I I thought it was going to be like Surge, stir, Storm Surge, and it's going to sound like some Mountain Dew flavor for the next trilogy. No, okay. that's not going to be it. Okay. Well, um, I think I've been TJ. And I know I've been Cody. And thanks for listening. Through, Through the, the ages. ages. And... <laughs>